Welcome to episode number 94 of the Ross, L and Luke Show. We are talking about staying healthy today as the COVID-19 lockdown continues. We discuss how to stay healthy on a daily basis now and during normal life for extended longevity. Thank you, Will, for your email. And we also discuss cryotherapy, releasing trauma and hip tension, holistic practices and sleeping on your side or your back. And we hope it is valuable to you. I know as we all get older, we experience more pain and uh, longevity is something that we consider. So an awesome episode. Look forward to catching you on it. We're Aussie blokes, we're dads, we're entrepreneurs. Between us, we've made a heap of mistakes, learned a bit and created plenty of wins. We've taught us a few things about life, love, relationships, communication, leadership and business. We're here to share our journey and learnings with you. You may get three different perspectives or one universal agreement. Whatever you take away, we hope it made a difference in your day. Welcome, Luke. Hello. Welcome. Welcome. G'day, g'day. How are you, boys? Great. Thank you. How are the two of you? Yeah, well. Flying. Yeah, pretty good. Good. Yeah. No drugs required. (laughs) No drugs required, but they, they were previously. Well, yeah, I mean, usually to fly, we do need them, but work that out nah, right. right drugs. <laughs> what are you, Billy Thorpe? Let's go. That's been on. my that's been my pandemic practice. Peter Pan and the Peter Peter Pan pandemic. The Peter the Peter pandemic. I like that one. Try and say that fast. That's a t-shirt. It is. You have to put a hyphen between the pan and the demic, though. <laughs> yeah. Wow. You could. I mean, is that just the um, what is it? Uh, copyright issues or what's it go? Oh, just just to make it very clear, you know, that we're very clever. Yeah, yeah, we are. <laughs> well, it might we not are. be clear if we don't make it clear. I was going to say, yeah, just to highlight that. <laughs> what about you, Ross? How are you? I'm fantastic, thank you. I'm quite quite enjoying having um, my family at home on a daily basis, as I think I've mentioned before. So I know some people are going a bit stir-crazy out there. Um, must be really tough if you live on your own. Um, I couldn't imagine what that would be like right now. But uh, I, should, I could if I probably tried. I have lived on my own and I, uh, and I do usually work on my own um, and I know how tough that is. So, uh, so at the moment, having family uh, around uh, during the day. So when I've done a bit of work, I just wander out for a morning tea and I've got family there. I hang out with them and at lunchtime, it's the same thing. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's I've I've found it um, really quite enjoyable to have that experience. Mm. So yeah, so yeah, uh, no, so I'm loving it all right now. Mm. Uh, uh, all right, uh, now we actually do have a um, some correspondence um, coming in. Now this one's uh, from a few um, a few months back now, but I'd still like to read it. And it says, um, hey, guys, how are you? I was able to download episode 85. I got a working VPN, but episodes 80 to 84 are missing from the podcast site I can access. Um, so hopefully that uh, they update their site. Anyway, it was great to catch you guys again and a very funny and insightful episode. Oh, thank you. Uh, under quarantine at the moment, have only been outside three times and that was only to get food provisions in two weeks. 
Uh, so it's kind of surreal, but I'm positive it will pass in a couple of weeks' time. Um, cheers, Ross, and give my best to Luke and L. Best regards, Will. So thank you very Thanks, much. Thanks, Will. Yeah, cheers. Yeah, where was where was Will? Was he in the was he whack uh, smack bang in the middle of Wuhan or Wuhan? Shanghai. Where was he? Shanghai. Yeah. So what's that saying? How far in, is that from Shanghai? Does anyone know how far that uh, is from anywhere? All right, I'll do a quick uh, <laughs> quick, quick, quick check on that. Meanwhile, um, you could just fluff. Oh, fluff. We practice mid, level, mid, mid to low level fairy fluff. Um, That's yeah, right. Well. Into low level fairy fluff. The, the kind of fluff That's that that reminds me of when you said that, we could just fluff. Um, you know, obviously, I've had over, two, two young boys at home. Fluff's Sorry to jump in, but uh, it's over 800k. 800k. 800. So far oh, enough away. Fair enough. Bug, What's that? Bug doesn't jump that far apart. Sydney to Melbourne? What are we talking yeah, about? Give it, about yeah, that. right. So, huh? so far enough, but maybe not far enough, depending on how you feel at the time. Well, yeah, that's a bit of a because we saw him uh, you know, obviously uh, the podcast and mm. um and then yeah, then all that happens. <laughs> you got to be shitting your pants, wouldn't you? <laughs> like you couldn't have foreseen what was going on um, and to go over there. So he's got some balls. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, well, say. It, uh, there's other countries probably doing it a lot worse. So, you know, obviously not a not a good spot to turn up. Um, you know, we're doing pretty well here, um, but there's some yeah. countries doing it much worse. Um, you know, the US is their numbers are still just going through the roof. Uh, yeah, UK, UK's death rate is um, more than ten percent. Yep. So, yeah, there's some countries that are doing it pretty tough. Um, hmm. Yeah, Will so, is a ballsy cat, that's for sure. Yeah, certainly to 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 just jump up and and head out there is uh, yeah, certainly a big a big move for anyone, I think. Oh, I mean, you know, he, he actually he actually shut up shop in the UK, so you know he had a he had a, he had a good business no, he had a good business in the West End of London. Um, yeah, doing. You know, doing High-end video production work, you know, um, yep. has has been involved in in notable productions, and and uh, you know, so that was a that was a successful, comfortable place to be, and and uh, back at home on the Isle of Wight, he was doing his um, his uh, you know natural healing and and, and his community life to that, and went to China to do it. So it's all yeah, all significant yep. uh, choices. Yeah, mm. yeah, that's a massive thing to do to to make that commitment um, to just shut up a business that you've got that's working and head overseas to do something that you're passionate about that mm. may not necessarily, you know, result in um, in a good income. Mm. Yeah. But it's a, it's, uh, it's a tough one. He's alive, you know, and that's what we're here for. We're here to live. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, as big as it is, I think it's, yeah, um, he's probably in a much better place than, than a lot of people that are stuck in a, in a job that they hate and, you know, and it frustrates them on a daily basis and um, they're permanently in a negative space. Um, you know, I think to live in a positive space is uh, is much better. So, yeah, as brave as it, as it is, I think it's the, probably the, the wiser choice too. Yeah, we'll certainly get the blood pumping, that's for sure. <laughs> 
yeah. Uh, yeah, and you just if you if you threw in a family, etc. over there, you'd be yeah, you'd uh, well it is what it is and you you deal with what you have to deal with, you know what I mean? Be it Australia or, or China. So there's um there's definitely pros and cons to both side of it, but uh, you know, I think the way that China sort of stamped it out pretty quickly based on their population, um, you know, was yeah, an advantage to them. And then, you know, um, over here, well, not over here, but all those other parts of the world as well. I know um, in Russia, they sort of fobbed it off uh, a fair bit, you know, even sort of shaking hands and stuff. That was the president shaking hands with um, a well-known scientist over there or doctor who actually was, was you know, confirmed. Uh, it was a confirmed case. Um yeah, and there's pictures of him shaking his hand because uh, you know, Putin didn't believe that um, there was an issue. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so there you go. Um, oh, yeah. And things changed sort of a couple of weeks after that. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, yeah, well, <laughs> he paired it back. Trump, uh, Trump, Trump took a similar line, didn't he? So I think. Yeah, okay. I think these boys, the, the, the East, it was the East West um, pissing contest. Like, who has the biggest dick? That's all that was. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, Trump That's definitely. That's what these thought, boys do. Yeah, Trump definitely thought he could bully it like he does everything else in his life. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, he kind of realized that a, a virus just can't be bullied like that. You're not going to get me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's a. Um, yeah, it's a bit of a tough one, but they, yeah, I mean, it's no, no, um, yeah, nothing to sneeze at now. Pardon the pun. <laughs> Pardon the pun. So, so, so. Uh, but even over, over here as well, they've had, um, there was a driver, uh, food driver for McDonald's, obviously visited a few stores, and I know initially they had an outbreak at uh, a couple, which they closed down. Uh, and then this, the driver got around. So they've had, they actually closed 12 McDonald's stores across Victoria. That's as of this week um, due to infection. But, I mean, on the grapevine, I heard that initially when the, the one or two were closed down completely, they they initially didn't close them down. They just, um, you know, changed over the staff completely. Um, yeah. And then once the second one went down, they were sort of struggling to find staff and, I think they were people that were sort of just, you know, um, had just been initiated into the McDonald's family and the training was quite low and, yeah, they didn't have that knowledge and therefore it, um, it sort of culminated uh, into sort of, you know, w- more widespread, so therefore they've shut it down. What a surprise uh, yeah. that an organisation like that is just yeah. screwing staff to, to continue to just generate their profits. They don't care about the public well-being. And the reason why they respond is because they have to legally, you know, it's just... It's just yeah. Bloody, and they uh, had... Um, lunches, mate. Yes. They had staff there that were saying that, you know, the hand sanitizer is just like it's rubbish. You know, like it's doesn't... Yeah, it doesn't have the, the proper content, um, you know. It's what, saves alcohol. $2, $3? <laughs> Yeah, it's like if you're Maccas, it's like well, we're Maccas and we, yeah, we'd like to buy as much hand sanitizer as possible. But they can't foresee this. Like if someone said to them in a crystal ball that if you don't spend $2 million on hand sanitizer today, you'll have 12 stores closed for two weeks. In what are you talking about, time. Luke? This has been going yeah. on for months. What do you mean they couldn't foresee it? 
No, I've got time, but they just, mate, this is the oh, you're being, you're being cynical. Do, sorry, I'm sorry. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry, mate. Yeah. And the other one, you're taking it aside. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, no, but you just think, oh, you know, yeah, well, this is a real thing. So I think now, um, yeah, they're sort of taking it a bit more seriously. But, they, you know, they're, they're exposed to a lot of high traffic. You know, a lot of people go through there, man. Yeah. You know, the drive so through. So do all the other chains. Yeah. No, oh, no, no, it's that. I, I, yeah, but okay. But I mean, there, there's enough. Like, when you look at probabilities and all, there's enough going through all the others for them to have yes. the same problems. Yes. And, yeah. and I know someone who works at one of the uh, Chook places and they have, look, their kids too, and yes, they're lax too, but they have got proper equipment as a result of this, what's been going on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been tough. Uh, yeah. Like, the market you know, supply and demand. Um, well, so the, the corporate the corporate suppliers have had stock of a lot of these things. Yeah. So um, I think I think things like toilet paper and hand sanitizer ran out for, for, for the great unwashed. Um, but if you had a corporate account with uh, with one of the corporate suppliers, you could still get it all the way through, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, that would have ramped it up pretty quickly. So. Well, I was eyeing, I was eyeing off uh, the toilet paper in my office. Uh, we buy in bulk, and I, at one stage there, I was thinking I might have to steal some of my own toilet paper. Did so. you? I did. I did. I didn't steal it. I just said, "Well, here's half portion, and here's the other portion." Well, hang on. Um, stealing from your own business is still stealing. Like, let's be clear. Oh, well, yeah. Okay. Sure. I'm not saying I care. Like, I don't care about stealing from my own business, but I'm just saying yeah. I'm honest about the fact that I am doing that. But. See, here's the difference. You're calling it stealing. I'm just taking what was mine, mate, and being uh, fair and sharing. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, so it's Mr. Not Tax like Man. Bloke, you're in the middle of the office going, this is mine. This is mine, I tell you. Yeah, it was just, there's just a few rolls in a box. Yeah, um, fair enough. Doesn't matter if they fall but, off the back of the ute every now and then, does it? No, it's not. Why do you always bring it down to that? It's not because that's not what it is. It's not. It didn't fall off the back of the truck. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. But I will say that our uh, because of our industry, we get access to like a hundred percent pure isopropanol, which is oh, pretty much pure. So yeah, we've sort of struggled to get some. Like it's been a little bit um, slow because we use it to prep a lot of stuff uh, that we work with. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been good. I've just mixed up 70% in a spray bottle, a little bit of soap and the rest water um, there. And you just run around and spray everything and that kills it instantly. So you know, on, as an aside, you know what has been in short supply? Yeah. Metho. Yeah, I saw that at, uh, at Bunnings. People are bloody buying it and using it as a hand sanitizer. Oh, even turps and stuff, yeah. I went You'll to buy some money. Stripping the crap out of their skin as well, aren't they? I yeah, won't be doing anything. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, yes. But well, if you don't have weird. anything else. Yeah, true. Well, they're saying. You can moisturize soap. afterwards. If you don't have anything uh, else, can. soak and water for 20 seconds. <laughs> Basic hygiene yeah. has never gone away. It's never gone. Hand sanitizer is cheating. Yeah, it's like. I can't be bothered finding a tap to wash my hands the old way, so I'm going to use a chemical to do it instead. Now, yeah, but if you're, out and about where, if you're out and about in the environment where it is. I get the practicality. I get yeah. it. But we just we, we keep forgetting about the basics here. We keep, we keep getting wrapped up in technology and forgetting about the basics. 
Yeah, washing our hands was, this far. was a great discovery. Um, I don't remember <laughs> who, his, who his name was, but there, were, there, was, um, there was an epidemic where all these children were, were, were dying, like the babies were being born dead or something like that. Um, it was really horrendous. Yeah. But what, what they discovered was happening was the doctors were the ones doing the autopsies. They do the autopsies in the morning and they go deliver babies in the afternoon and they didn't, never wash their hands. Yeah, well. Wow. Yeah. And, um, and, yeah, someone discovered that that's what the, the link was. Uh, and, they're, and they're like, right, well, you need to wash your hands. And eventually it got around, you need to wash your hands. And the problem went away. And he was probably considered well, a heretic when he first came up with that idea too. I think he was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a funny one. Who yeah. massaged at the stake for that? <laughs> yeah. Do you, want, do you want some stats? Let's go some stats. All right. Let's have a look. All right. Um, so if we look at so Macca's, McDonald's have 1.7 million customers visit their restaurants every day. Right? That's throughout Australia. So if we, if we break that down in three biggest states, and I won't name names here, but I'm just, and again, mass is my forte, clearly. Um, but let's say that half a million people visit McDonald's in, you know, Victoria or, or yeah, as a state. That's some pretty considerable numbers, yeah? Yeah, per day, yeah absolutely. Uh, getting around. Um, right. So, so you, it's called yeah. risk management. When you know you're dealing with significant numbers in a pandemic, you do something about it, yeah? It's risk yeah, management. Yeah. So, yeah, that, that's a bit of a concern. I know with, um, especially in the States, and this sort of came out, I read an article uh, probably even a month or six weeks ago about um, interruption in supply chains with food. And what was happening is same what's happening now with the abattoir that sort of shut down. Now, that's one case here, but I think they shut down two. Um, but in the States, they've got chicken farms and, you know, dairy farms and things like that. And once they get a case, they'd have to shut the whole thing down and they can't obviously can't find workers skilled enough to come in and, you know, um, keep these supply chains buoyant. So they were starting to see... Um, big lack of meat on the shelves and, you know, the staples are starting to sort of dry up. So, and they're actually saying that the, the animals are there to, um, to be, you know, um, to be used, but there's yeah. just no one that could, could do that. And then just times that by, <clears throat> I might have 40 pork farms across America that are massive producers and 20 of those were shut, you know, all of a sudden it's like, ah. so big stress on the supply chain and that, that could feed down over here if we're not, we're not careful um, in that respect. Um, so yeah, that's pretty have certainly seen vulnerabilities. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <coughs> so all the, uh, the preppers over there are doing good business. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Wow. It does go, it does, this does go to show though, doesn't it? it but you know, no, no matter how cynical we want to be as employers in a state like Victoria, um, yep. You can't take health and well-being too seriously, can you? No. Nah. In the workplace, it's yeah. Just not you know, there is no no enough. So that's right. Fitness, um, you know, both like, I guess mental and and um, physical <laughs> fitness is really important at the moment. Yep. Yeah, it is. As, yeah. And just as a you know, as an example of. of I guess it's an intensified version of, of daily life, really. Um, so, you know, reflecting this into daily life, that it is always important. 
you know, something minor and, and it's our patterns that really determine our results. So if we have good patterns of, of staying healthy, then we'll stay healthy kind of regardless. Whereas if we have to kind of do a, a spurt of trying to be healthy right now, you know, it's going to be a lot tougher to do. Um, the experience of it's going to be harder. The results probably not going to be as effective uh, and long-term. You know, if we just look after our health, then we're going to be, yep. you know, live longer, live healthier, live happier. That's a really good point, Luke. Are you into that whole alkaline uh, diet? Um, oh, yeah, I am. I mean, I like my, uh, I like, I like some of that sort of the acidic foods, but um, yeah, it's stuff like your your vital greens powder, um, yeah, which is which is alkaline. Um, yeah, it really helps. So you try and sort of balance it out a bit. Yep. Um, but yeah, not not too full on into it. Just enough that yeah, sort of keeps the body. You know, I'm not I'm not chugging down four liters of tomato sauce uh, a week, and you know, eating heaps of spicy foods and stuff. So, um, yeah. yeah. So logic being that that um, bugs, uh, in fact, many if not all of the things that are deleterious to human health, they don't really thr- survive or thrive in an alkaline environment. And they do it in a city environment is the logic, right? Yeah, oh, I think our bodies are all different. So you know, some people um, have to stay away from high acidic diets. You know what I mean? Uh, but I think with the with the low alkaline, it's more it's more just vegetables, not so much fruit. Uh, but yeah, definitely lots of veggies, broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts. Um, they're all. They're really good foods in that respect. And there, if you're not sort of getting that, then at least uh, I take a you know, Vital Greens supplement, which is in a powder form, um, <laughs> nearly every day, but not 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 every day. Be careful you don't overload with vitamins, which I have been. Um, really, what's the downside yeah. there? Oh, you just will. I went and saw someone uh, last week, and. Um, yeah, we sort of discovered that the B, because I take a lot of B vitamins, yes, yeah, so, and there's different types yep. of B vitamins. Um, but B, if you're having like a multivitamin that's got, you know, some B vitamins in that already, and then I'm having like a, another um, sort of B complex vitamin on yep. top of that, they actually can cancel each other out. And I'm wow. sort of feeling a little bit like drowsy at times, like a little bit low in energy. I'm like, oh, this is odd. Um so it was all about for me is just to stick to the B complex, um, and yeah, I might have my vital greens to supplement the other nutrients that I need. Um, but yeah, there is too much of a good thing. Um, so is the B yeah. complex is that the executive stress one or is it a different one? No, it's not. Yeah, so I have the, that executive stress one, yeah. um, but there is a B complex version, um, and the difference is it, right. I think it's got um, just a bit more specific B and not a lot of the additional. Uh, I think it's Robocene and Simon and things like that in it. Um, and that's, yeah, it's just that mix. So we've got to realize we don't, if we're eating reasonably well, um, then, you know, we'll get nutrients from most of what we have. And, you know, define eat well, it's just at least probably one serve, decent serve of veggies, mixed veggies a day and some fruit. Um, and you know something with a with a bit of fiber. So if you're having wheat bix or sultana bran, um, and and one multivitamin, you'll be yeah you'll be right. Um, but yeah, if you're drinking ten beers a night, eating burgers and dim sims and 
potato cakes and big M's. Every Every McDonald's, day. mate. Yeah, McDonald's, where you'll get all that there, won't you? Um, then, you know, it's most likely you're not going to be like investing in the, the powdered greens um, or let alone a multivitamin. Yep. So it's important, yeah, but I think ebbs and flows and you just got to listen to your body. So, um, yeah, yep, that's a good part of it. And calcium, magnesium, that's probably the big one for, for anyone. Uh, to help sort of help with the muscles, uh, especially at night, that's important too. So, yeah, mm. so that's the way I sort of roll, Doctor Luke. Yes. Oh, not really. <laughs> oh, you know, I have I had a major discovery breakthrough. This is major. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's is it the one with asparagus or the one with pineapple? <laughs> it's got nothing to do with those. Okay. Yeah. Um, Sleeping, so I've had, I've always oh. been a side side sleeper, side. and um, and I'm, I'm, I was, you know, set that yeah, I'm a side sleeper, and that's how I should sleep. So I've, I've, you know, structured everything to that with a little pillow that goes in between my knees, and the pillow up my head's all right. And then um, I've been getting uh, sort of locked up hips, and so mm-hmm. when you when you bend your legs and you and you are a side sleeper. Um, it actually it actually increases you know uh, hip issues uh, in your in your flexors um, and your ITB bands and stuff like that. So I've been getting a little bit of pain in my hip and it's been ongoing. And then last night I just slept with a pillow under my knees on my back and I've always been a big nah, I don't like sleeping on my back. And I did it last night and I woke up and there was no pain in my hip. I'm like wow. Um, so yeah, um, major yeah. discovery. Well, it is for me. I was like, how, how easy was this? I just tried something different that I'd always thought, no, no, it's not good to sleep on your back. Uh, and, and it benefited me. Yeah, so go figure. Go figure. And now, so at the moment, we're talking about fishing rather than, uh, sorry, we're talking about, uh, you know, feeding people rather than teaching them to fish. So how do, you, how do you go about discovering these things before you test them? Like, you know, how do you, how do you filter out the quackery from what might really work? Oh, listening to the body. Yeah, listening yeah, but, to the body but, more. But, but yeah. first, like, how do you, you, you got to, you got to find the information, yeah? Because you didn't come up with that. You'd read it, you didn't like it, but then you thought it'd give it a go. Is that right? Yeah, well, something causes you enough pain and discomfort yep. that you start sort of searching out for that knowledge. Right. And, um, yeah. So you Googled, like, uh, I'm waking up with, Flexor pain or something, and and just, nah, just yeah, best up. sort of you know best sleeping position for hip flexor or hips or right. you know, um, right. and some even some even say that you know sleep on your on your side that's not sore, and it's like well duh, but that's what I've been doing, and then that doesn't, read a doesn't bit. work. No, well, it's tested, and I'm like, well, this yeah, it doesn't work, of course. No, it doesn't then, work. I've had all that going nah, on. Okay, yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's. I'll it's, give you um, another one. You're gonna love yeah. this. You're gonna love this, yeah. and I'll, I'll I'll show you I'll show you how to do it if if reading about it doesn't help enough. But it's called Kriya therapy. K R K R E A therapy. Okay, yeah, mate, this is incredible. So I'm seeing a holistic counselor. May have said that before. Yeah. Um, and mate, it's the it's the best way as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Someone that's schooled in a massive range of therapies. Some considered mainstream, some considered way out on the edge. Um, yeah. Uh, like you know, this this woman will do tarot for people that see that as a as, as beneficial to them. 
Now, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. So, career therapy, she, so I've, she put me on the executive V-stress. We've done a bunch of things, but so I've had hip issues for ages. Uh, yeah. On a walking and it really comes out in the hips. And she, she, she let me know that um, her study shows that we store a lot of our trauma in, our, in the middle of our body around the hips. Yeah. And so yep. cryotherapy was, is designed to release that trauma. Yeah. And, mate, the first time I did it, bang, real, massive release around the hips. And so now I do it. I don't necessarily do it every day. I'm just not that sort of person yet. But, um, but I certainly do it as soon as I'm feeling the tension and, and it just releases every time. Yeah. Yeah, it does. That's right. Seven minutes. Seven. similar similar to that. Right. Um, it's, a, yeah. it's a seven minute thing and it, and it, and it provides massive release. So, um, you know, it's another powerful idea. Awesome. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Mm. Yep. Cool. That's very cool. Awesome. Well, I think there's a, a lot of really cool stuff there for, uh, for our listeners to take away from. And uh, I'm certainly going to, to have a look at the, uh, the career therapy myself. Cool. Uh, yeah. Um, occasionally I get a, a hip thing and I do, Luke, I love to um, sleep on my side um, with my legs up, whether it's one leg or, um, but uh, yeah, it's definitely how I like to sleep. And I remember seeing uh, one of my, one of my boys, um, uh, I think the first time I noticed that he was just like me was I saw him uh, in the in in his in the womb, and I know that we're curled up, but just there was something about that that I'm like, that's that's me. Um, and the next <laughs> one, you know, I could see him in the womb, and I'm like, you know, he's still curled up, but I I couldn't say, hey, that's that, you know, that's how I sleep. So um, yeah, uh, it might have just been the hand behind the around the head or something. I like to put my you know, whatever hands underneath the, um, underneath my my head. I have a very thin pillow. Um, yeah, so, uh, so a lot, a lot of really uh, good things there. Um, you know, just living a long time isn't really enough. You living healthy and, uh, and so that we, you know, hip pain, walking around with that on a daily basis just really sucks. Whereas being able to be free yeah. of that is, is a, yeah, an amazing experience. Awesome. Yeah, that's it. Thank cool. you, gentlemen. Um, I've, I've learned a lot today and I'm looking forward to going and researching more of this. And awesome. I look forward to catching you both next week. Yeah, yeah fantastic. Stay Sounds healthy, good. stay safe. Yes. Cheers, Absolutely. boys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Adios. This has been Ross Pepper, Alistair McDonald, and Luke Farrar for the Ross LN Luke Show. If you wish to get in contact with us regarding the show, please reach out to us via email on rosslluke at gmail.com. To discover more about myself, Ross Pepper, please visit my website, rosspepper.com. To check out Elle and discover what he can do for your team, please visit his website, alistairmcdonald.com.au. And if you're ready for an awesome sign for your business, be sure to visit luke at lfsigns.com.au. You have been listening to the Ross Allen Luke Show. Thanks for listening and have a spectacular day.